The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia Lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Welcome back to episode 121 of the Binge Boys, episode 9 of Binging Batch. It's only been 9. It feels like it's been more. Um, it does feel like it's been a lot more. Um, if you hear that random sound in the back, it's because my cat's shredding her thing. <laughs> I don't know. Where do the cats do the paw and the claw sharpening? That's what she's doing right now. I don't know if it's acceptable to wear a visor backwards like a hat, but I'm doing it. Oh, you absolutely can. That's an absolute thing. Is it? I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> no, it's um, All right, fam, we're here. This is the first episode of Bachelor, greatest of all time seasons. Um, we're going to recap Sean Lowe's Bachelor season today. But before that, we're going to have Benji drop the beat. And after that, we're going to do some little, a little housekeeping, <laughs> like always. But then, always. but then we'll jump right into it and give you guys our thoughts. Are we ready for that beat? I know I am. If only I had it queued up. There it is. Why isn't it louder? What a cute beat. What a cute beat. Oh, God. I'm back. Where'd you go? I'm still here. My my window, like, disappeared for a split second. Um, Now you're back. (laughs) Now I'm back. Hey, everybody. Before we get into it, can I tell you about Prep Ready Meals real quick? Prep Ready Meals offers healthy meals delivered to your door. It's all you got to do. You got to just pop. All you got to do is pop it in the microwave and it's good to go. It services all of the metro Atlanta area. Yesterday, they just dropped their new menu that has breakfast tacos on it. And they've got some really cool snacks like beef jerky that like keep selling out like every other week. And uh, they're upset. But they're also not upset because it's business. Um, they're really great. And they just partnered with a fitness app called Fit Genie to make deliveries even easier. Their website is so easy to use. It's one of those companies that has like the simplistic like website design. And there's not like a bunch of clutter and shit everywhere. It's literally just like, here's what you need. This is about us. This is how you contact us. I, I love websites like that. Quick and easy and not a hassle to navigate. That's how it is for them. It's so easy to order shit. Use code binge10, B-I-N-G-E-1-0 uh, checkout for 10% off your order. That's all you got to do. Support local businesses during times of crisis. We all need a little bit of prep ready meals, and they need you. <laughs> they need you more than you need them. That's not their slogan. <laughs> oh my god! That is not their slogan. Next, um, I, next time I see my like easy pizza in the oven, I'm gonna be like, "You need me." <laughs> I need you. <laughs> you. You're gonna just look into the oven and you're gonna be like, "You need this." <laughs> I need this. You need this. We all need this. This is a joint effort. <laughs> this is a team thing, and uh, you're now part of me. Mr. Pizza. Yes, you take your bite. You're like, I'm thinking of you. Correct. For you, pizza. <laughs> That's great. 
Next up, a little bit of housekeeping. Everybody needs to go and subscribe if they haven't already. Follow Kaylee and I on Instagram. They need to do all that stuff. Rate it, review it. All of that good shit. You know what to do. You know what to do by now. You've listened to me for two years. A few few weeks ago, you've listened to me for two years tell you to subscribe and rate and review. If not, you've been binging two years worth of podcasts. (laughs) You know, we all do that. Binging podcast is just as bad as binging Netflix TV show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. Oh, for sure. So go do that. And while you're at it, give the What Are We podcast a try. The What Are We podcast is a brand new dating and relationship podcast hosted by my good friend, Lindsay, and me. That makes so much more sense now. Every time that I saw, like, What Are We, I was like, like, who are you? Like, what do you <laughs> And now I get it as it, like, being defined the relationship, what are we? So now it all makes sense. So much more sense now. <laughs> the name that we were going to go with before we settled on what are we is the relationship status. And both of those, like, kind of, they're, like, the same context, kind of, like, defining the relationship. Mm-hmm. But then we settled on what are we because I feel like, I mean, what are we has obviously always been said, like throughout all of time. It's been said in one way or another. Like, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Are we husband? Like, what are we? Are we hooking? What, what's our relationship? But what are we is such a common expression used by young people, the target audience for the content that we do. So we were like, what are we? Support them. They just launched their, fir- we just launched their first episode. I can't speak. I'm getting my pronouns all mixed up. Um, it's been a long day and I think I just broke my visor, um, <laughs> which is now making me sad. <laughs> this is so many tangents. First episode came out today. Um, it was really good that we, they, we talked about uh, what it's like to date in quarantine, the concept of FaceTime dates, parking dates, you know, parking in a parking lot with someone and splitting a meal, but six feet apart in each other's cars with windows rolled down. We've talked about uh, our dating preferences. We kind of just set the stage. That was the first episode. But the second episode, y'all, Kaylee, I don't even think you know this. Yes, I do. What happened on the second episode? No, but I'm guessing I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylee and also binge people we sat down with the one and only Alea from Pilot Pete's Bachelor season oh the reason I didn't get her on here is because she said that ABC as we've experienced I mean how many contestants have I reached out to to try to get up on this one ABC you have to jump through hoops and ladders and it would take months and months and months and months and I thought Okay, if we can't do Bachelor stuff, then I'll get you on my dating and relationship. New podcast. And she was more than willing. Like, usually people of somewhat notoriety like she has, you know, they wouldn't do something like if it wasn't anything in it for her. No, dude, she jumped right on. And we talked about what her life has been like post, like, dating-wise post The Bachelor. um, Mm -hmm. What it was like before she was on The Bachelor. Um... 
what it's like to be recognized in public, uh, basically a bunch of just relationshipy topics. And the best part of our episodes, Kaylee and the viewers, is the listener submitted questions and or bad hookup or date stories. I'm currently working on a way to submit them anonymously. Currently, the, the mailbox is set up as a Gmail address, which is what are we podcast 2020 at gmail.com. I've learned that a lot of people are more willing to submit something if you don't know where it's coming from. Um, so like if my best friend wanted to submit something, I mean, he didn't want me to know, you know, the weird detail or whatever. You can't do that right now because I can see the email address. But of course, we keep it anonymous. We don't out people. Um, set up a website. So I'm going to set up a thing which allows us to be doing a thing. Um, <laughs> and, I recommend that if you're going to set up a website, you should do it through Squarespace. Yes. Not no, sponsored. Not also, sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored by Chevrolet either. <laughs> yes, but um, Squarespace is great. It's very easy to use. Love it. There's tons. Is that what you get for your thingamajig? Huh? Have you used Squarespace? I have used Squarespace a little bit when I was getting kind of serious about photography. Um, mm -hmm. And I never actually launched the website. I decided to do most of it through Instagram. Um, yeah. But just. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know plenty of people that have used Squarespace and they've all said the best things. Yes. Um, I wonder if they used Squarespace to develop Trunkosaurus. Have you been to Trunkosaurus? Do you know what that is? I do know what Trunkosaurus okay. is. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure you were in the know about that. Um, those of you who don't know us, hopefully Ian listens to this. He won't. Um, <laughs> uh, unless we tell him we gave him a shout out, but he still won't. Um, in fact, if he does, he'll probably report us. <laughs> um, let's get into it, y'all. That was the housekeeping. Don't check out that new pod. Mondays, the episodes drop every Monday. So as of right now, you'll get a Logan-related piece of podcast Mondays. From what are we? Tuesdays from the Binge Boys and Wednesdays from me and Kaylee, Binging Batch. Mm -hmm. Just wait. Y'all aren't ready for what's coming next. I teased it a little bit on the Binge Boys, but we'll get to that. I'll have to hit Kaylee up about that later. Yeah. Kaylee, we got the first episode of The Bachelor, Greatest Seasons of All Time. The format was not what I was expecting. I was not expecting this to be um, something that was narrated kind of with Chris Harrison. Yes. Um, um, it's, it, it is, uh, Chris Harrison is sitting at his desk at home and I love the, the little nod he gives to like, yeah, my crew is me and my 17-year-old son <laughs> currently filming me. 17-year-old son either is going to school for videography or just happens to know a thing or two because he had a pretty sick setup in his oh, office. Yeah. But can we talk about, for the type of person that Chris Harrison is, his decorations in his office were a little weird. Um, yeah. He needs some, like, HGTV advice. <laughs> He needs to hit up the Property Brothers and have them renovate his office or something because it was not great, <laughs> in my opinion. But that's just how that goes. But yes, Chris Harrison, 
hosted um, it from his office and basically kind of narrated over portions of um, Sean Lowe's season. Um, most of the time, he, it just kind of ran with clips, like he'd say, and now we're going to look at this, or he would just do it in the Chris Harrison fashion of trying to foreshadow like what they're about to talk about and try to add suspense, which it's not suspenseful at all. Um, bless his heart. But yeah, just kind of did that, showed snips. The very beginning is like a fire hose of information. They're just like, here's all this information. Here's all these girls. And this is the mansion. And this is Chris Lowe. And it's just like, okay. It's like you're watching like the first seven, like six or seven episodes of The Bachelor in like a 15-minute time window. And it's like, okay, I retain zero of that information. And half those girls are pretty. And that's about all I know. Um, yeah. But then started zoning in on specific females um, and talking about their stories with Sean and then so on and so forth and how all that played out for them back then and them even now. So, which was kind of cool to be able to see them now. Yeah, I agree. That was really neat. I didn't know how they were going to do it just because I wasn't sure how they were going to tackle like the fact that they basically decided to do this right when coronavirus um yeah like so obviously we were supposed to get bachelorette but because of rona um and a few behind the scenes drama i think um we are gonna get that delayed i'm sure that'll come out just based on how the world is right now i'm just gonna take a ballpark and say that'll come out in the spring of 2021 uh, which sucks because that's a long time from now um, I was hoping to maybe get some Bachelor content in the fall, but I mean, hey, they may surprise us. They may be doing something. I doubt it, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I am full of energy. Yeah, you're very sporadic tonight. I'll plug something. I'll plug it again at the end. Um, yeah. So, yes, talking about the ladies. Yes. Um, Sorry, yes, the ladies. So, so I think I think I missed the first lady um, here in Huntsville. I'm sure it's different for you y'all in Alabama. I mean y'all in Atlanta, but here in Alabama, um, we get tornadoes like every other second of the day, and right. so it was really funny because we missed the first I think ten or twelve minute minutes of The Bachelor because they did like a flash news thing of talking about the tornadoes and where they're coming and that one touchdown and all this stuff. And the news guy was legit. Like, I know that the bachelor is on right now, but this is important. Like, please listen to me. And then he'd talk for a little bit and he's like, I know that the bachelor is on right now, but please, <laughs> please seek shelter. And I'm like, Oh my Lord. At least he knows. Yeah, exactly. It's really important for Americans to be. Viewing the right. So we, so we meet Sean Lowe, which I love what they did at the very beginning when Chris Harrison was like, the year is 20, 2013. Mm -hmm. Iron, Man, Iron Man 3 was at the top of the box office that year, and the words selfie and twerk were added to the dictionary, which yeah. is kind of crazy to think about. Like, I didn't even know those, those were in the dictionary. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I was a junior in high school when this season uh, aired. Don't know about you, Kaylee. When did you graduate high school? Um, 15. Oh, I graduated 14. Yeah, yeah. so I was, I was a sophomore in high school. When that okay, wow. Um, so I took a few notes. 
just in general, I said um, Chris Harrison does not age. No. Because he looks exactly the same, just a little beefier nowadays than he did in 2013. Um, that man is so attractive. <laughs> 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 they just need to make him the bachelor. I know. Um, I want to see his wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, too bad. Um, so I took some notes on Sean because I didn't know about this season. I didn't know anything about Sean. Um, I didn't know about anything from this season, which is why I was good. I thought these episodes were going to be an hour, and I'm. I now realize that there's no way that's possible. No, not with the Bachelor, man. Like we talked about this before with the rules, like well, everything has to be filmed. They have. They took a whole season's worth of content. You think they could fit that in one hour? They can barely fit a week's worth of content in one hour. So, yeah, those producers really busted through to decide what was worth it and what wasn't. But, yeah, I'm not surprised that it wasn't, like, four hours. I think it was three hours, though, wasn't it? Yeah, when I saw the runtime, I was like, three hours? But then I realized, like, it's only going to be, like, two hours and 15 minutes with, like, four 45 minutes of commercials. Yes. And I tuned in 45 minutes late, so I forwarded through like most of the commercials. That's nice. Um, but I used to watch live TV. I used Hulu. Yeah. Live. So Sean. Sean, I said uh, he is mad fit. Mad <laughs> red. This dude's face is red as shit the whole thing. Uh, Seems to be a genuine guy, a good bachelor, and uh, he doesn't entertain bullshit. Yes. He entertained bullshit once, but then the second time that it came around, at least from what we saw, he was like, bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, I like Sean. He seemed very sweet. A very good guy. Yeah, so let's talk about the girls, at least the ones they highlighted. The ones that I think were highlighted a good bit were Ashley P., Robin, Ashley uh, re regular Ashley, I guess, Sarah, Tiara, Leslie, Desiree, Lindsay, and Catherine. Those were like the main, however many that is, eight, nine that they highlighted. Um, this is going to sound so weird, but I thought this while watching it. I was like, have girls gotten more attractive since? Yes. Like, I mean, I thought they were pretty, but like the girls this last season for Peter were just like, model status just stunning right which i think that's actually where the bachelor is starting to get um a little bit of backlash like i know some friends i recommended that they watch the bachelor and listen to the podcast at least like listen to your heart and so on and so forth and their comments back to me are always are the girls like supermodels or are they like real people is like always what their comments are and it's kind of true like they're all like, they don't really need The Bachelor to have millions of followers. Like, they already have millions of followers or thousands of followers before they join the show. And right. so it seems that on these later seasons, they are more like people that aren't joining the show to get the follower account. They are more on the show because they want to meet someone and have a family. Right. And they just are really struggling otherwise, and they want to give this a shot, give this experience or idea a shot. And so, yeah, and I think I think that all follows with the whole point of dating apps too. Yeah, changed a lot of 
the way that we view relationships and view how we want a significant other to be like. So, yeah, I think they're just trying to adapt with the times, but it's also getting backlash at the same time. Yeah. Um, I also saw there's this petition going around um, for the fact that there's been 40 seasons of The Bachelor and there's only been one black lead, which I find shocking. Like, how is that possible? I feel like there's so many... Like the, I feel like the racial background for the contestants is generally pretty different. Yeah. Like, where there's a lot of white girls, but like the last several seasons, like I feel like there's been a pretty decent mix. I think there's a total, uh, overwhelmingly majority of white people, though. Right, and that's the thing that I reason why I think it's been tough for a different someone that's not white to then end up being the contestant because like for me I've dated white and black people like sure like I don't know it doesn't bother me but like for one of my friends like she's definitely not racist she has she loves people super up in arms about what's going on right now so on and so forth but she isn't attracted to a black person or a Hispanic person. She's just not. She's just her type, I yeah. guess, is white. And that you can't really blame a person for their sexual type or what they're sexually attracted to. Right. Being of different color. That's like a different intimate level. And there's not really hate behind it. It's just what you're attracted to. It'd be like yeah. throwing a fit if someone's more attracted to bra- br- brunettes than they are to blondes. Like you can't. Right hammer the person for not being attracted to blondes it's not it's really not that deep it's just what they prefer in their offspring what they prefer to wake up to in the morning that's just like who they prefer to love that's just a whole different realm of like intimacy and personal so like if you have like a lot of white people and they keep being the contestants and even though you might give them like 20 white people and 10 black people to start out the show it's probably going to end up with more white people towards the end Mm -hmm. because you're just attracted to what you're attracted to and like i don't know it's like a weird thought to think of but they talk about how this is going to sound real fucked up, but it's the truth. It's like, if you're a guy, you're generally attracted to people that remind you of your mom. If you're a girl, you're generally attracted to people that remind you of your dad. It doesn't have to necessarily be looks, but like the way that they act and the way they behave and the way that they're raised. I don't know. You kind of right. are happy with what you're familiar with. It's hard to make extreme opposites attract, but it's not impossible. So I don't know. It just gets a little funky. I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's it's funky, but... I mean, things are hopefully going in the right direction. I, I'm seriously... When I saw that stat that there's only been one black lead, I was like, what? There's yeah. Um, I think it was Becca's season. She had a guy named Mike. Yeah. Mike was hot AF. Like, oh my God, Mike. Mike. Or maybe, uh, I don't think it was Hannah B's season. I can't remember. I'm going to figure it out really quick. But, um, oh my Lord. And everybody wanted him to be the next Bachelor, and he wasn't. And it was so sad. 
Um, but yeah, wow. Yeah. Loved Mike. Yeah, we love Mike. Um, so the girls, um, right off the bat, um, Ashley P. She's the girl that uh, has the tie always on her, ready to tie Sean up. That's got to be fake, right? Nobody's going into this thing like, acting like that, right? They're, I think they just do it to see like what gets the most attention because that's what generally – have you ever watched like um, the premiere of any of The Bachelors? Yeah. Like the red the time With when they the limo were, and everything stuff. It's really like, how crazy can you be? Like one time a girl came out in a chicken costume. Yeah, yeah, hiccup. Sorry, but yeah, it's really just about how much attention you can get and how much of like, oh, this guy's gonna remember me and he's gonna remember my name because when you're kind of competing with thirty girls, you need to do something a little outlandish to kind of get their attention. So right. They just, I don't know, they just do crazy shit. Yeah. So um, we meet them. Uh, we meet her, but she gets sent home real quick. Um, Robin, I noted that she's the girl that attempted to do a cartwheel. She made it one way all the way around, but then she just fell on her ass. And I was like, <laughs> I was like come on, what is it with these girls? <laughs> I mean, the girl from Peter's season, Kiera, she, um, local Kennesaw resident, she climbed out of the suitcase, right? Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> they just do the craziest, craziest of the craziest. I found, I did take note that I thought the dates, I was like, what's up with the dates nowadays versus the dates in those days? Like, they're like in different countries, like every other day. They're like, they're like free falling, like from sky rises, and like Peter's just taking girls on picnics. Yeah. Come on. Right. What, what did they lose all the money in their budget? I guess so. Um, speaking of Peter, um, we got a little cool check-in with Peter, which I didn't see coming. I thought that was pretty neat. Where he, I mean, I guess he and him and Kelly kind of said it on Instagram a couple weeks ago, but they officially like announced to the world that. They are together and Beth. Beth. No, Barb. Barb's. Barb's approved. Barb came in cheering Kelly's name. She was like, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And it's like, Barb, this was your chance to get a redemption for America to love you again after the whole thing that happened in the finale. And I think everybody just wants to, like, turn off the television. (laughs) Everybody was like, let's give Barb a chance. And then once she came on and did that, they were like, never mind, I'm Barb. Yeah, Barb is so cringeworthy. We're done with Barb. Yeah, we're so done with Barb. <laughs> we um, got done with Barb. That's all that matters. Um, so yeah, we got that little cute check in. Then we get we get introduced to Sarah, which I thought was a really cool girl. And then boom, she's got one arm. That yeah. was cool. Yes. Yes, she was born with one arm. Um, she was the girl that he took on the free fall date. Yes. With, um, after the free fall date, she opened up and talked about how one time she was in Las Vegas and went to go ziplining and had already filled out all the paperwork, all that stuff. 
and was getting ready to go. And this guy marched up to her, some guy that worked there, and said that she had to leave because people with disabilities weren't allowed to zip line. So terrible. And I think that was the first time she's ever been like approached that way. And it rubbed her wrong. And it would rub me wrong too. And when I wrote down my notes for it, I said that guy that told her that someone with disabilities can't go has small dick energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the Sarah girl, um, she's best friends with Claire Crawley, who is the next bachelorette. So she gave a few words um, about Claire. Um, and most of them are words that I probably couldn't pronounce again. I didn't even know what half of them meant, which just means like, it's just a way of saying that she has big words, large affirmations for Claire. Um, so that's great. I'm hoping for great things, but yeah, another girl that they brought up was Leslie Murphy. So yeah, Leslie, yes, I remember that she was she was really pretty, but she was super awkward, like so awkward. Like that was the longest kiss, girl, right? Yes, like her awkwardness was worse than Rudy in the hot tub. <laughs> your heart like she was just like so awkward there was one point where she was like basically sitting in the dark right before their date I think and she was like trying to kiss him and he was trying to kiss her but every time either one of them was about to do something they'd start talking and it was it was so cringeworthy and then they went out on their date and their date was to have the longest on-screen kiss for Guinness yeah. book of world records which they had to beat three minutes and 15 seconds, which in my mind, when I heard that, I was like, three minutes and 15 seconds is not a long time to kiss someone. Like, like kids in the movies that they could like, make out. out. Yeah. So, like, that's what I thought. I was like, kids in the movie theater, like, make out for like 45 minutes at a time and don't come up for air. So, I'm sure these, they can easily do three minutes and 15 seconds. And then I realized that it's a kiss, not a make out. Like yeah. it, your lips pressed up against each other, not allowed to like cause a gap in any way, shape, or form. Um, so then when I realized that, I was like, oh yeah, that's really freaking awkward. That's yeah. really awkward. Um, I remember one time as like a dating thing, we did like this questionnaire and you had to like ask these super deep questions. You had to like stare into each other's eyes. And then the last thing was like, you had to kiss for like 30 seconds. Like, not make out, but kiss. And I remember that it was very awkward just to even do it for 30 seconds. So I can't even imagine three minutes and 15. But, yeah. Um, the other part that's weird is they show that entire three minutes and 15 seconds on the preview, or on the show's recap, which makes me think there must have not been a great deal of interesting content if they're going to show a three-minute and 15-second kiss for us all to relive again. But... That's yeah. cool. <laughs> keep, keep talking, Kaylee, because some because someone just tried to FaceTime me. It opened the FaceTime app. Therefore, my face is frozen. Is yeah, it frozen I, for you? Yeah, I got a good okay. profile. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go, go ahead and uh, keep talking, and I'll just join back. Hold You're on. good. So um, with all of that, so they did the whole three, three minute, 15 second dealio. They got like a plaque that said, congratulations, you're the new record holder. Since then, um, I'm back. the record, hello, 
since then the record has been beat again. So they don't still have the longest kiss. The longest kiss now is three minutes and 47 seconds. And it's held by David Barger and Amy Barger. And they did it on a news station, like on a news channel called Good Day Tulsa. And they did it on Valentine's Day. And the reason why it happened was because David had already had two Guinness World Records. Like he's obsessed with had been obsessed with Guinness Book of World Records ever since he was like 13. And he knew that he could beat this one. So for him and his wife's 25th wedding anniversary, they were on the news channel and they beat the longest kiss so they could get that Guinness Book of World Record too. So there's that. That's basically all we really got about Leslie. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's we, they only get, dove into these girls ever so much just because they had so much to get through. But the one, um, the couple that they really uh, focused in on were Sarah, uh, sorry, Sarah, Tiara, Desiree, Lindsay, and Catherine. Yes. So Tiara was like the drama queen. She was the villain of the season. She was the villain, dude. And she was a villain. Like watching some of the stuff where she would just completely like blow things out of the water and make things up just to get attention. And then she would like smirk at the camera. And I was like, girl, you're on TV. What are you doing? Like (laughs) we see it. And after like watching all that stuff, I was like super freaking manipulated, manipulative. Remember that they have to do a psych evaluation just to be on the show. I'm like, did that start after this season <laughs> because of her? Like, she was crazy. Um, and she kept using the statement, win this. Like, I'm going to win this. Like, I hate all these other girls. I'm going to win this. And I'm like, clearly, you don't get it. Like, yeah, right. Get the show. Um, and she, at the very beginning, she was just, like, super energy. Like, energy, energy, energy. Um I was like, that's just a sign that she's freaking crazy. And then when she got out of the limo, she had a heart tattoo. Yes. And it wasn't full all the way. It was like a fancy heart that had like a little gap in it. And she goes, you see this gap in my heart? Like I'm looking to fill it and I think that you're the person or something like that. And all I could think was, was she thinking about Sean when she got that tattoo? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like. It doesn't make it like what? <laughs> um, if you got a tattoo just for your um, limousine, like opening for the premiere, then you are freaking crazy. Yeah, it's that one girl giving her dog. I can't remember whose season that was, but she gave her dog up to the bachelor when she got out of the limousine, and I'm like, y'all are freaking nuts. Like, I don't know what, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, she was the villain. She was the drama queen. She was really fake. Um, she also had like the whole like freezing scenario. Yeah, the hypothermia thing. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to say she's faking that because that would be probably mean of me. But even to think about like, why would they? Why would the producers want that as a date? Like that seems very dangerous. Yeah. I- Maybe it was just made in a time before people were like woke, but like that seems like something that's not safe. <laughs> like this isn't America's Next Top Model. Like this is a fear factor. 
putting them in these super, super weird. Really weird situations. Yes. So, yeah, I would not be comfortable. And as we know from a few episodes ago when we talk about the rules, like, you're not allowed to refuse a single date. So, like, even if you know you're about to die, <laughs> you have to go, which is not okay. So, I think they – maybe that's why the dates chilled out a lot is that they were getting a lot of feedback that people were fearing for their lives <laughs> and <laughs> signed contracts that they had to then go with it anyways. Um Yeah. So they probably tamed the dates down to be like, okay, let's not scare all these girls shitless. Um, so maybe, um, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, it must be. I mean, people probably just got sick of feeling unsafe. But then we get Catherine, um, which is the winner. Um, she and him are married. They've been together for several years, and they have some children. How yeah. Who was the girl? Who was the other girl? I feel like we should talk about. Oh, Desiree, the one but, with the brother. Yes. This bro, dude. This brother was like, "You don't love my sister. You're full of shit." Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like you don't know this, and Desiree is like, "You don't talk to me that often." <laughs> How do you know if I don't love this man? It was just super upsetting to watch. I thought it was awesome the way that... Um, I thought it was awesome that he, like, straight up, like, clapped back, though. And he was like, I don't appreciate your disrespect. Like, right. I'm very upfront about my feelings and who I am, and my image is really important to me. So the fact that you just said that makes me real upset because I really do like your your sister. It's like, damn. Yes. He stuck up for himself. Yeah. Peter he would have just been like, well, um, I really like her. and uh, He's like, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. I did not mean to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, if you feel disrespected, I apologize. But I'm here for all the right reasons. You know what? Close monologue. You know what's funny is when I watched the like Peter reunion, I thought to myself, kind of miss Peter. No. As, <laughs> I know I'm absolutely crazy saying that. And if, if you would have told me during the season that like that three months later, I would be saying that I miss Peter. I would have told you you're an idiot. I would have slapped you. I've been like, yeah. So Exactly. nonsense out of her. You don't need that. I don't know what it was, but when I saw him on screen, I was like, I was, I was like, I was just like, I don't know. I just miss Peter. Well, Logan, if you really miss Peter, you can go follow him on TikTok where he does his really cringeworthy videos of him trying to dance in Kelly's apartment. Oh, um, I know. I'm there. <laughs> so anyways, wait, was it, wait, what was the girl's name? Desiree? Yes, Desiree. The one that almost, she was the second finalist. Is oh, I'm sorry. The, the second to last girl was, um, let me see, it was Lindsay. Lindsay. And so, yeah, I feel super bad for Lindsay. She did get blindsided pretty bad. As Chris Harrison stated it, it was the worst blindside that has ever happened. Um, and I kind of wish I we could have seen like maybe a couple more of their dates leading up to the final to see like how the conversations went and what Sean really said to Lindsay. But Lindsay was like full blown, like, we're getting married. This is it. I'm coming in. 
blah, blah, blah. And um, he just kind of was like so in love with her, but said it wasn't her, which like, I, I don't know if you're breaking up with someone, you should probably not keep telling them that you love them while you're breaking up with them. You can mention that like you care about them and that you're sorry it ended this way and that you didn't really like you weren't planning for anything like this to happen. Like you can be considerate and sincere when you break up with them, but don't tell them that you still love them every other sentence because just giving mixed, you're just going to confuse everybody in the situation, even yourself. And so the whole time I'm like, is he even going to go home with anybody? Because if I was doing that, I would just put myself in like a big old swirl and just be like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. When he was like, I love you. I mean, I really love you. I was like, dude, don't make it worse for her. I'm about to say, you telling you, I don't know if that was his way of trying to comfort her and keep her from crying. But if that was happening to me, I would just cry more. She took it very, she took it very well, like up front before, like before she started like really breaking down, like when he was talking to her, she just was like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was probably just holding it all in though. Yeah. And she mentioned that a little bit um, when Chris Harrison talked to her now. Um, they did like a FaceTime or a Skype call like th- during the show. Um, and she's like happily married now. She has two boys. Her husband is hot. Like ho- I think hotter than Sean. So like I think she got the better deal, uh, honestly. But yeah, she was talking about how like when it was happening, she almost like kind of blacked out because she was definitely not expecting that. And so she was just, like, trying to get through it, trying to get through it, like, listening to it until she could be alone. Um, Then Chris Harrison made the comment about how she took her heels off. And she was like, yeah, because my feet were killing me. If he was going to break my heart, I wasn't also going to let him break my feet. Like, (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Good for you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, she was really sweet, and she really started breaking down on the ride back to the airport. Um, And every word she was saying, like, just, like, broke my heart a little bit more. Like, it was so sad. It was very sad. It kind of makes you realize that this show does incorporate real feelings from real people. Um, And people do get hurt. Like, it's a process where you're dating something you're going to get broken up with unless you're the last one remaining. So, that's tricky. It's hard. It's a hard game to play, especially sure. when we're that confident. But Catherine, she played the game right. She won Peter's love. Um, Peter's love. Sorry, Sean's love. We get it. Peter. She got Sean's love. They're married. I really liked the concept. Um, uh, of uh, of the FaceTiming them now. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it would just be old stuff, essentially. Yes. So I'm glad that they did that. So it was nice to see that they're still going strong and they still look as in love as they were when they were on the show, and that's what you want to see. Right, yeah. Catherine, Catherine they showed a lot of clips of some deep, heavy stuff for her which was crazy. Um, The whole scenario with her dad trying to take his life in front of her and her sister and so that he wouldn't be at the wedding and stuff like that and so on and so forth. But 
just watching the way that Sean would look at her, even during tough conversations, it was just very clear. Like if I was watching that season back in 2013, it would just be like a landslide that you knew. Sorry. Oh boy. It would have been a landslide to know that clearly it was going to be Catherine in the end. I think it was kind of ironic um, at the very, very end. So Catherine also wrote Sean a letter that he read before she showed up, which was very, very sweet. Um, And when she showed up, she was wearing a gold dress. And so um, the girl before her, I forget everybody's names, Lindsay. Yes. Um, She was wearing a silver dress and she got sent home. Like she was second in silver. And then. Oh God. She was wearing gold. And I was like, did the producers tell him what dresses to wear? Because if they did, that was so tricky. Like, that was snipey. Like, oh, my God. But I was like, all right. Here she is in a gold dress. And she looked hot. Like, hot. I was like, all right, girl, you go. You do you. Um, and his proposal for her was so sweet, I cried even. It oh, was, yeah, it was awesome. It was a tearjerker for sure. So, And they're one of the couples that survived. Like, got engaged, did the whole me- whole wedding thing. Now they're still together. They have kids. Happy life. Happy life. Happy wife. Happy life. Um, so I wouldn't expect anything less from Sean, um, and neither from her. They both seem to be very genuine and into each other. So yay, claps for the happy couple. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't wait to see who they do next week. Me too. I actually enjoyed watching it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. Because we we both learned about this season. So that's boom. Now I'll understand the tiara references and stuff uh, for when people drop those or I'll, I'll get, you know, I'll, whenever people say Sean and Catherine, I'll know who exactly who that is. So that's great. Right. Yes. This season, these season, this season, I guess, of the bachelor is super perfect for anyone that really hasn't watched the bachelor or is very, very new. Um, I know that joining the Bachelor Nation fan club is a little intimidating sometimes if you pushed it off for so long because there's just so many people and there's just so many things to learn. Um, But yeah, it was great. Since they started in 2013, I wonder if they're going to just keep coming more recent or if they're going to jump around. I was wondering the same thing because when they were doing like the mashup, there looked like they showed footage from the first bachelor season. So I don't know if they might just, they were like, Hey, this is a good one to start with because the couple is still together. Um, uh, you know, to where was that going? Oh yeah. They started it with a good one. Um, so maybe they'll jump to one that wasn't so successful next week. You know, they might, they might jump around. Right. And um, we know that they talk about RA season because we saw Catherine, not Catherine, um, Claire Crawley. It's like big statement of I don't want my kids to be raised by a man like you. That whole statement um, that happened during RA season, which was later than 2013, um, or I guess more recent than 2013. We know that Colton shows up because he jumps the fence. That season's great. There's lots of drama in that season. So it looks we know that there's a couple seasons that are pretty recent. 
Um, I wonder if they're every single episode's going to be a recap of a full season or if they're going to do like a recap of um, the greatest like lim- limousine entrances. Yeah. Like a whole thing of all the best limousine entrances or the biggest fights. Yeah. Or- the biggest villains, the biggest drama starters. Yeah. Or the craziest finales or. Yeah, I agree. Like- might be and i wonder if they'll cover anything from bachelors in paradise because bachelors in paradise has lots of juicy stuff too that's where if anyone watched any of the recent like seasons for example like jordan kimball got kicked out because he started a fight like a fist fight with another guy one guy brought in a giant teddy bear for a girl and jordan took it and threw it in the ocean and it's like the girls get feisty, but the guys get they get just as down as the girls do. So I really yes. think they do cover some of the bachelor bachelors in paradise footage because there's some crazy, crazy stuff there. Lots of drama, lots of history. Yes, hundred percent agreed. So guys, that was episode one of the greatest of all time bachelor. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you know anytime we upload. Let's get this pod famous. Let's get it like crazy famous. So how about you go and rate and review it? After that, follow me and Kaylee on Instagram as well as the podcast, Kale's Tales, Logan Lewis 96, Binge Boys Podcast. This Thursday, I've got a special one-on-one episode coming out on the Binge Boys feed with uh, a former Barstool Sports employee. Um, He heads up, he's the business development director for a media company that is uh, in Austin, Texas. And um, I've modeled myself to be like them uh, and I consume their content on a daily basis, and I love their stuff. And um, I was really lucky to be able to sit down with Brett, um, and we talked about all kinds of business stuff. And then on the back half, we, of course, talked about the quintessential binge boys, movies, music, TV, um, all that good stuff. So that will be coming out tomorrow um, for us that's recording uh, two days from now. But for when you listen to this, it will be coming out tomorrow, Thursday. Um so have that to look forward to. And then, of course, Monday, Alea on What Are We Pod. We got a lot of exciting pod stuff coming for you guys, brought to you by uh, insert company name that hasn't been founded yet. Yeah. Um, it's it's so hard to come up with a good name. Um, that's If there was a name, we would have been set up right now. There would be a website. There would be all these things. It. Everything would be set. Trust me, fam. It's coming. Yeah. Follow up again. Rate, review. Tell a friend. You know what to do. Benji, you also know what to do. You know what you're going to do, Benji? You're going to... Wait. Before you bring on Benji, I totally forgot to mention this Bachelor news. Oh? Um, Colton and Cassie broke up. Yes, I saw that. Colton, who jumped the fence for Cassie, crazy about Cassie, went back for Cassie. They broke up. Uh, quarantine was not good for them, which is crazy because Colton got coronavirus while staying with them and her family. I don't think anyone in their family ended up getting it. He had to be quarantined in a different room of their house, of their beach house. But they were together all quarantined and they broke up. 
Um, another big breakup for all the women empowerment ladies out there, um, Rachel Hollis and David Hollis. Rachel Hollis is the writer of Girl, Wash Your Face. Hmm. She has a super famous podcast, a super famous blog, basically built it from the ground up herself in L.A. when she was like 18, 19, has four kids. They, Her and David have decided to split which they're saying it's clean and that they're friends, but they own several businesses together They yeah. have together. So I'm very interested to see how this all lays out. They've asked for privacy, which I'm sure most of us will give them that, but sure. Yeah. That's super intense and super sad. RIP. Those are two big, I guess, breakups in the world right now. Um, one, one bachelor related one, not, but RIP. Quarantine hasn't been the best for everybody, as you can see. <laughs> Clearly not. Not everybody's thriving and surviving like uh, some of us are. Um, oh. There we go. Benji's coming in. Oh, he's letting that beat ride. Yes, Thanks for listening, everybody. This was episode 121. We'll see you back for 122 on Thursday. 123 on whatever, Tuesday. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, just abruptly ended. The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia Lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Every day wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash, plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark.